Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here reminding you that if you go to onit.com forward slash Ellis, it notifies Onnit that you listen to the Jason Ellis show. And while you're there, you would get a discount on all these awesome products that myself uses on the daily. I've got one of their shirts on right now. They're the most sensational t-shirts man has ever made. Not to mention Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech, New Mood. They got them all, kettlebells. I'm doing workouts now where you can learn how to do it very easy. So you don't have to go to gyms or anything. Nobody gives you a germ. You just get buff. Onit.com forward slash Ellis. And then, of course, Lean Feast. If you're looking for some meal prep, go to leanfeast.com and use the promo code Ellis when you check out. And you will get 10% off. These meals are a variety of different things. If you're trying to get in shape, you're trying to lose a few pounds. You're sick of eating fast food. This stuff comes to your door. There's many, many locations. If you go to their website, you'll see all the different places they can deliver to your door. And then you'll have your food. You can stick it in the microwave for a couple of minutes and Bob will be your uncle. Leanfeast.com. And then coolvin.com is the insulated bag, the insulated bag where it keeps your things cold. And then the top half has a heating pad where you can keep your food hot or you can heat your food up when you're on the go. You can plug it into the car. It's got two different volts, so it goes for house and cars. And if you go to cool-ven.com, and then you use, once again, the promo code ELLIS, you will get a sweet discount. Yes! My nipples are sharp. My balls totally moving. New and improving. Not that we get back, girl. I got the heart and desire. My balls are on fire. Ready to take shit to the top. Welcome to Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It's great to be back. Podcasting, podcast. Who calls me, tells me what to do. Nobody, fuck you. Yeah. Hey, guys. And that's, and that's the, the entire intro song. Oh, shit. Right. That's right. I gotta you usually call... do the single version, but oh, right. that was the album cut. I, I got to call Scott in and Blasco. I get him to make a couple more tunes to go a little longer. Or maybe just repeat. Um, how are you guys? Really? I haven't really asked you. Because we're so professional, we just do radio together. I mean, sorry, podcasting. Fuck that shit, man. Fuck yeah. We're in the real thing. You know, if somebody tried to tell me that there's another thing that's coming after this, and I was like, yeah, that'd be fucking right, but I don't believe it. What, like the the Bitcoin of talking into yeah, a microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some like other thing where you talk and you're only invited or something. It's going to be like this new thing. Not Clubhouse. I don't know. Maybe. I'm actually on, I don't want to brag, but I am on Clubhouse. You're the future of, of, of the media. Clubhouse is a thing where professional people, you know, influencers, people like, like myself, can go in little chat rooms and just kind of, you know, get away from the fray of the everyday and talk about big picture stuff and, and blueprints for our future successes together. I get it. I personally yeah. 
do a lot of deals with a lot of companies. Like, for instance, Liquid Death. Love me. I sell a lot of cans. And I'll tell you what. I sell a lot of cans because I'm a guy that knows what I should be influencing. And influencers know that I should be influencing Liquid Death. <laughs> I'll drink to that. So there's a thingy where instead of us, where we're like, hey, everybody, please come check out our show. Laugh with us. Learn with us. Fart with us. There's one that's like, oh, you can only come in if I let you and listen to the show. Yeah, I totally forgot, you guys. Oh, I fuck. Fuck Logan Paul said, he, yeah. he says, you got to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe this show and on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe. I love you guys. I love you guys. You guys give me boners. YouTube.com slash The Jason Ella Show. Right, we got a custom turn. URL. That's your, right. Although if turn. you're watching this right now, there's a good chance you already know that. Well, what I've but noticed... But still, they might... No, Michael, no. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul told me mm -hmm. that, yeah, they're watching you, but they might not have subscribed yet, Michael. Oh, so that's don't true. forget to tell them. Well, <laughs> and I know because my son watches Fortnite videos every waking second of the day that he's not allowed to play Fortnite, that we're also supposed to tell people that if you like and subscribe, we will give you millions of dollars worth of free prizes. And we're definitely not lying. I know it seems impossible that we could give thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people millions of dollars each. But assuming our listenership is as gullible as, say, an eight to nine year old boy, they're totally going to go for it and beg their moms to subscribe to this podcast. You could get a free T-shirt. That's true. That's not a lie. That's actually true. You could get a skateboard or some skateboard wheels or some art that we haven't mailed anybody. I give stuff to people. I've got a um, man blanking out board maker guy wants us to sign. John Ham. John Ham wants us to sign the broken board and send it back his way. So that he can, um, you know, keep it for prosperity or whatever the fuck. Uh, but he's also sending uh, more boards, but apparently a wolf knife board to smash in half. So it's going to be like... Wow, so he's putting effort into things that we're going to immediately destroy. He's our stunt coordinator, okay. pretty much. He's like the sluggo of the Jason Ellis show. Yeah, Great. happy birthday to John Hamm. Uh, he's 50. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, he, fuck yeah, happy birthday. He's 50 and he's... The wood sender or big dick actor John Hamm? I assume the guy who sent us the wood also has a massive hog, but actually the actor. The actor oh, oh, okay. This oh. is Chris Ham, I believe. Oh, that's weird. Ham's custom wood Do you see that cabinets. that Pierce Morgan guy got fired or let go, but he know he got fired. Do you see that he was like chastising his co-host for having a skirt on that was too high the day that he got let go? Did you see that if he was on a desert island, he could probably live off the flesh in his own chin for like a week? Right, he's a bit of a gobbler, isn't he? <laughs> well, who do you think wins in a chin fight? Him or who's the other guy that, that has the gobble neck that got... He's a Republican. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Who wins in a neck fight? Because those guys are both <laughs> some blowfish motherfuckers. I know. If they did some neck wrestling. I feel like maybe they're supposed to be... T they're supposed to use that to scare off prey in the jungle, but they live in the city, so like the puffy fish thing doesn't really work. You could also use it for sumo wrestling. Just arch your necks out and bash them into each other and see who flies out of the circle. Yeah. Good luck breaking that guy's chin. It is fully protected by yeah. meaty, meaty British flesh. Well, he has his own <laughs> pub. He has his local pub that he drinks at all the time, so maybe that's why his chin is full like that. Maybe. I have seen the news about the whole... It's like you can't... 
this happens to me very often where there's the story that I'm kind of trying my best to avoid it, but you can't avoid it. So yeah. I just know little bits and pieces of it. Right. So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sat down with Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, and I saw then, a bit of it thanks to Instagram and shit. And then Pierce Morgan said some not complimentary things about that. And then he got into a kerfluffle with his co-host on Britain's ITV network over it. And now he's been removed from his post. What was, well, and he, then he, also, he also walked off in, yeah. a, in a disagreement. With the co-host. Yeah. And he oh, claims okay. that he quit. Right? That's the story. He, he quit his job. I don't think anything with him is authentic and yeah. it's all stage managed and maybe he sort of knew at a certain point because I noticed, you, you guys have probably noticed this as well, we've all been talking about things getting canceled and cancel culture for a while, but now I feel like that's like the real white hot buzzword of the outraged right wing is cancel yeah. culture, cancel culture. To try and nullify the fact that you're inappropriate and you lost your job for it. Yeah, to try to nullify. Because I'll tell you, the yeah. potato thing, okay, maybe. I, I mean, even though they didn't even change the name, you fucking goofs. But yeah. it's. But Mr. Him, potato Head, yeah. Miss, but uh, Gobbleneck has mm -hmm. always been an asshole. Yeah. Like, I, I, the, I think the only reason I even know enough about it is because Instagram tried to show me and I bit on it because I was like, wait. Gobbleneck is in trouble? Good, fuck that guy. I've always hated that guy. I can't lie. That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, you know what? I, for 10 years of the show, I've said, that guy's a piece of shit. Like, mm -hmm. I've always felt like everything he said, I go, wow, I could not disagree more, you fat bastard. And I remember he was on the Stern Show saying he's the future. And I was like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> fucking goof. So him yeah. getting booted. And then, and then, you know, he's always, I remember him bashing um, funny guy, English guy, kind of chubby tits with the beard. Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais oh, oh, okay, on yeah. religion. And I, I'm i not trying to... Uh, I, I, really. I, I don't believe in it, and I think it's fucking crazy when a 55-year-old dude is, like, schooling Ricky Gervais on the Lord and how he's watching. And, you know, Gervais just pointed out a few things that... And he hated it. He could tell they hate each other. And I was always like, you know what? I really think that guy sucks balls. And a lot like the other guy. The, both the gobbleneck guys... I feel like they could both have like a, a like a rattler party, you know what I mean? Just blah, 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 whatever they do <laughs> together. Fuck, they suck balls. I'm glad they're gone. Well, Sounds but like he's good not, news to me. I don't think he's gone at all. That's He'll have a new show where it'll just be him, right? And then everyone, all the people will back it. They to me, him and Simon Cowell are the same thing. Politics is entertainment, particularly commentating on politics on TV or on the internet is just entertainment. And I think Simon Cowell doesn't mind it when you make fun of his hair or his shoes or yeah. his man boobs or whatever because he subscribes to the there's no such thing as bad press. I think Pierce Morgan probably figured out a while ago that his bread is buttered on the side of outrage, right wing, anti anti Mr. Right. Potato Head, don't not my potato head, you know, whatever whatever that camp is, and was pretty much ready for the opportunity to take his stand so that when he left he didn't go quietly, that he went in the noisiest way possible so that he could go plant his ridiculous flag somewhere else. Right. I, yeah, I can't believe so I can't stuff, believe we uh, talk about him. I cannot believe we he has successfully implanted himself. Like I can understand how Simon I Cowell. I feel like we were hot for a day when we got fired. Well, and he was doing uh, but people, like American TV stuff. Wasn't I, he on American yeah, there was a, He did have a heyday over here. That's yeah, that's when yeah. he came and told Stern that he's taking over. And I remember thinking, <laughs> what the fuck are you on, dude? Yeah, yeah. I just I can understand how Simon Cowell remained relevant for a really long time. I don't know if he still is because he was still next to artists that were. That show continued to be hot. They continued I, to create new artists. I don't understand why anybody has to have an opinion pro or con Pierce Morgan. Like, who gives a fuck what that guy has to say? Yeah, okay. I always felt like um, the other guy has evolved. You know what I mean? He's tried to stay up with the Cowell? times. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and uh, other fuck is just still 
Yeah. He's exactly the same as he's always been, which I guess you could respect in a, in a way, but he's always seemed like a pompous asshole. I just think there's a lot of money to be made. I'm sure there are people who make a lot of money really standing up for what they truly believe, but make no mistake, there are people on both sides of the political divide who are in it for the money and you can't really go broke going, in my day, yeah. there's just a fucking, there's a <laughs> fairly easy paycheck in that if you're willing to be known to the world as a fucking gobble-necked asshole. Yeah, that's why it's really, it's just better to, um, like for instance, the internet showed me that the, thanks to Keith Jardine, the, the Dean of Caffeine, showed me a video where there's some kids in Pakistan, I believe, or something like that, where they're tying t-shirts around their heads and having pillow fights in an empty room, and it looked awesome, which was wet, and I was inspired to do, to call you guys and do that, which was, that's not a bad internet interaction. No, you know, that's like, the stuff I, that's the stuff I live for. I don't give, every major news story in the day, I don't give a shit about it. I don't care if Mr. Potato Head's dick fell off. I don't care if Dr. Seuss doesn't want to put certain books out anymore. I don't care about gobblenecks. I care about pillow fights. Blindfolded pillow fights. It sucks that we had to cover that one bit before we get into pillow fights to explain that we're more about more about pillow fights than that other shit because it kind of <laughs> makes me a hypocrite again. But still, we've moved on and now we're at pillow fights. Hey, man, uh, I really love erections. I'm like super into hot, hard, throbbing boners. And every time I have a hot, throbbing boner, I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. Hey, everybody out there, do you like your dick being hard? Do you like sex with an erection? Well, listen to this. I'm listening. You're speaking my language. I'm on the fence, but I'm willing to listen. <laughs> You're looking to get risky and try having an erection? Go to bluechew.com. Michael? Yeah, I went to bluechew.com and I found it incredibly easy, incredibly straightforward, and I cannot wait to look in my mailbox and find some uh, high-quality products in discreet packaging that neighbors will never know about all those amazing about how hard is, that's right. Have. We're talking about home delivery hardcocks on the regular. Yep. Come on. And there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ELLIS at checkout. You just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ELLIS, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis, the Jason Ellis Show, talking about Manscaped, talking to, I believe out of all people that have any association with Manscaped, who trims more body hair, me or uh, who's the guy that doesn't like touching things? The, Howie Mandel. Yeah, I reckon I shave, and I don't think he's that hairy, neither am I, but I shave things, I'm talking about stuff that I shave where you can't see it, and I'm pretty sure I don't even have it, I just run blades across it just to make sure. I am the shaving, the pro of shave. No one's more pro. I have a shiny head. I have shiny balls. My cheeks shine, son. I know everything there is to know about Manscaped. I have two of them now. And I spray my balls constantly from a distance. Sometimes I shave up the butt cheeks while I'm spraying my balls. You're a busy so guy. I'm on the go. I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm also going through fire a lot. So I can't catch a fire because I got no fur, no hair. I'm burn free. 
I have no eyebrows, pretty much. And if you're listening to this right now, you could be just like Jason, completely manscaped. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code Ellis at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Ellis. Say aloha to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. I even shaved my toe. I have a little hair on my big toe. I shave it. I believe uh, Ellis Mania in the summer, uh, having a, a fight with Lewis sounds like an exciting thing, but Ellis Mania has new fights, and it's been a while since we've had a new fight where I'm like, this is a new fight that stays at Ellis Mania every year, and I think this one, we just tried one time. We put our pajamas on, and we blindfolded ourselves and we went up to the Tiger Wolf dojo and cracked each other. And one, I can tell you, way less painful than uh, blindfolded boxing. That is true. Way less anxious uh, when you're not being electrocuted with a dog collar. So I feel like this is a real, hey, fans that don't really want to die but still want to be a part of Ellis Mania, this could be a fight for you. Agreed. Yeah, and this is um, this is an episode for anybody who's listening audio only. This is one of those times where you definitely want to go to youtube.com slash the Jason Ellis Show. Like and subscribe. We love you. Because not only did we have a pillow fight, but we filmed it. And it was really funny. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and then, it, and then dogs attacked us. And then I think <laughs> Kevin tried to bash my dog because he thought it was Tully. I was I was just yeah, really not wildly. cool. I mean, if you're uh, losing a pillow fight, just take it like a man. Peter asked me to retweet something the other day. I didn't do it. Now I don't. I think it was a good move because I don't want to be on their radar when I've got fucking dog basher over here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I got a little too angry. I mean, when Michael Vick came out. <laughs> At least Michael Vick only had them fighting other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Why am I laughing? You fucking asshole. But yeah, because I, I, I was. You. We are just blindfolded, swinging wildly, mm-hmm. and. I hear barking. Yeah, which and then Tully I, does a lot, so I can see how you could get that muddled up. It got conf- it got confusing for me. He's I'm always inviting confused. me to the dog pound. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Row, 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 he calls me sometimes. <laughs> Let's go, Alice. So I'm, row, 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 my I'm, I'm watching vintage episodes of Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I felt something brush against my leg, and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's burger. And I was like, time out, time out. Well, yeah. I'm getting bashed in the back of the head. Right. Yeah, I... Because I watched the videos of the guys that were doing it, and they were doing a lot of lying on the ground stuff, which was funny. But I also thought, I don't know, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand up and keep whipping it at people. I just seem to miss everybody. Yeah, I was definitely went into that with a defensive strategy because that was the only thing I knew. I haven't seen the video that you saw that Keith Jardine sent you. You just said that people would kind of stay low, and you, you they stand up a, and throw a giant one, and then as the bag came down, they go down with it and stay down after it. Yeah, it kind of seemed like you have to open yourself up to throw a strike, and then you try to get back into a defensive position as close as possible. So I did more of a turtle thing. And I also think from watching their videos, they were really running on making it a silent room so that you could hear the other person's footsteps. Even when they had socks on carpet, they could still hear the person getting closer. So a lot of times they spent just crouching and not doing anything. All three of us were just swinging the whole time. So there was never... I mean, every now and then I go, wow, somebody got hit really hard. Or I go, wow, that one almost hit me really hard because you'd feel the wind. 
Yeah, I, that was I, great. That was almost my favorite part. Was when you felt I felt so clever. Anytime I felt wind go right over my head, <laughs> I'm very good at pillow fighting. <laughs> I felt very very stupid when a very thick heavy pillow bashed me square in the nose, and I flew backwards into a second pillow that bashed me back into the direction I came from. Yeah, so we got to make sure we edit that video. I need to see that. <laughs> in a lot of ways, losing a pillow fight is winning a pillow fight. Yeah, it was fun, right? Wasn't that bad? Out of all the it. fights that we do, that was easily the most pleasant, like afterwards feeling. And I was also very happy to see that when we finished and I looked up trying to catch my breath that you two gentlemen were also doing the same. I didn't feel like the giant pussy this, this oh, time. Oh, you worried about your cardiovascular? Well, no, because, you know, uh, because the last the, time we were in the Tiger do- You almost dojo. died from being tackled by Michael Telly, the jiu-jitsu maniac. Yeah, I almost got... The anaconda. Uh, I almost yeah. got asthma as a 38-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't get it today? Well, no, I got winded, but I looked up and I saw you guys were also winded. I'm but like, oh, thank God. Do you, do you need a, did you need a water or do you need to go outside, no. take your clothes off? Because remember, you took your clothes off last I did time. get naked, yeah. But yeah, you had like the bath salts reaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I like you were going to eat me. You went fucking Coney 2012. <laughs> I saw you guys were, we were, all three of us were on the same level and that was comforting. I was like, okay. oh, I don't feel like a giant pussy. Okay. Well, I think like real fighting, you hold your breath. That's something, if, if we were to try to go professional in pillow fighting, we'd have to learn how to keep breathing while we were fighting. I was going to say, definitely when you're blindfolded and you know someone can land a full like punch on your face, yeah. you definitely, it's harder to relax. I feel like it, somebody said to, Joe, Alan Joban said to me on G'day MMA that when he saw my blindfolded boxing and the uh, Havasu, Lake Havasu, he was like, that is like the best fighting, like the best fighting technique I've ever seen when it comes to like being blind. Of course you would throw and then duck, duck with your hands up. It's it's virtually impossible to get hit. That's the only compliment I've ever got from Ellen Joban about fighting. Because I feel like I really did do better if I'm blind. But I think it's from doing so many blindfolded boxing fights mm-hmm. that you start to think about what would be the best technique instead of going, oh my God, now I'm getting electrocuted and I'm fighting. Like I really thought about... This time I was like, how do I get... Because I mean, mainly because Lewis was there and I was like, I don't want to lose to him. I have to beat him before anybody else gets off this island. Yes. So I think I was way... I, like, I feel like if there was four people that did it that way, it'd be a really cool fight. It definitely simplifies things. If all four like, had practiced in the art of blindfolded boxing. Why don't you have... You've had real fighters do silly fights. I know, right? Real fighters do We a did a blindfolded fight. one. Remember, Kit and I were blindfolded, and he landed a two-piece on me that was the best blindfolded punch. He, uh, uppercut and a left hook right on the chin, right on the side of the face. Both shots. Wow. And, uh, and it was one of those ones where... It's almost where like he's a no-good cheater. It was... <laughs> I, no, this one was totally fair, because it was one of those ones where I pivoted and turned around... And right as I turned around, he threw that. So I, I put my face where, like, if I had it just not m- turned, that would that was not going to happen to me. You don't remember that? I thought it was such a good shot. It knocked me down, too. So many Ellis Mania fights. You're talking about, what, 20 times 10? Yeah, okay, yeah. And there point. was also a handful of them that I was on uh, drugs for. <laughs> really? You were? Yeah. What drugs did you do? Yeah, you know, the little Molly. Really? Wait, you were... M- Molly fighting? No, watching them. Oh. That's why I can't keep them all straight. Wait, you did I was announcing them and I can't keep them straight. You were... How many times did you do Molly at Ellis Mania? Mm. A couple. It was like a regular thing. Not regular. You know, even just with a straight head. Yeah. Thanks for offering, bro. Yeah, right? I mean, I brought enough for me. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Thanks go, for doubling down on the insult. Go team. <laughs> well, okay. I, I should point out, you, I noticed you guys didn't bring me any either. Yeah. yeah, but I also didn't bring me any. Yeah, was, that's, <laughs> thank you, Michael. I just remembered. I also did not do Molly every time I had an Alice Mania. What the fuck? I actually scared a fan off. I talked about this recently on, on my show. <laughs> but some guy came up. He's like, oh, man, it's so fucking cool to meet you. Can I get a picture, bro? And I, I must have just been all Hunter S. Thompson out because I was like an inch from his face going, hey, you want to get a picture? Yeah, come on. I'm just going to get a picture over there. Hey, what's your favorite bit on the show? And I just saw the horror like spread in his eyes. And he just was like, oh, oh. And backed away and just walked off. <laughs> Come to Ellis Mania, meet all the guys from the show, and wish you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's so possible. I feel like I've done that for sure. <laughs> We've definitely all had that moment. Yeah. Yep. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here with the with the boys of the Jason Ellis Show, and we're talking about uh, a great company that at uh, AdamandEve.com, where you can get yourself all kinds of things. For me, dildos, bit of a specialist. On the streets, they call me Dildo Baggins because I really know what I'm talking about when it comes to those things. I like to put them everywhere, and sometimes my cats play with them, so I'm very busy with this stuff. Michael, you understand? Of course I do. You are a sex-positive hobbit. I've always said that on your behalf. And now our listeners can get into the dildo game themselves or... You too can be Dildo Baggins. <laughs> 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 or you can get literally anything else you might be looking for to spice up your life in the bedroom. Enter offer code Ellis at checkout at adamandeve.com and get 10, 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. That plus six free spicy movies all i hear is 10 dildos michael <laughs> go ahead go ahead all those dildos and free shipping to boot that's ellis e-l-l-i-s offer code ellis at checkout at adam and eve.com hey uh fans of this show over the age of 21 i'm gonna tell you about yo kratom the home of the $60 kilo. How much? $60 for what? A full kilo. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, I've had it delivered to my house, and it is a lot. It lasts and lasts and lasts, and it is the real deal, top quality stuff. Uh, we, at the JCL Show, thanks, Yo Kratom, for sponsoring us. Don't forget the $60 kilo, and it's the most high quality, good stuff. Don't go to gas stations and get the jank. Go to YoKratom.com and get it delivered to your house. These guys are the biggest Kratom wholesalers and create and they created YoKratom so that you can buy directly at incredible prices. Uh, I do have it. There's three different kinds. There's four. Oh. Wait, I haven't done a fourth one? Bring it to me. Yeah, give me it. What's the name of this Kratom? And I require a kilo. <laughs> <laughs> one last time. YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. So you said the original pillow fighting video you saw may have been from Pakistan. It sounds like a lot of interesting things are going down there <laughs> these days. I'm sure people, Jason, have also sent you links to these news stories about a new police officer brigade. Oh, the rollerbladers. Patrolling the streets down there. Yep, yeah. rollerblading cops. Their time has come. Ten men and ten women. This sounds like a... Uh, like a, a series that would have been on Fox in the early days. It sounds like 21 a, Jump Street. Yeah, and, I know, right? It sounds like a TV show <laughs> that I was in when I was like 13, the Henderson kids. Like yeah, the, Roller was, Cups. Yeah, Roller Cups. I, to me, as soon as I saw Let's that, roll. I, I just wanted to do, I just wanted to <laughs> commit crimes again. Well, not again. 
commit like crimes against them sure. and have like some sort of skateboard yeah. criminal war against the rollerblading police. I understand. No, not commit crimes against the defenseless public. No. Commit crimes against the police. Directly against the <laughs> Yeah, directly against the Indian rollerblade police. Like sometimes <laughs> They're there getting like a fucking frappuccino with their rollerblades talking to their yeah. or, or, or who knows, upholding the law. <laughs> Probably not, but sure. <laughs> if you say so. Fucking right. How the fuck do you uphold anything if you're on rollerblades? You, uh, you, uh, you can't up- uphold your dignity. You're not hol- upholding the law. Yeah. So, I'm sure some of them can't uphold themselves. But if you could bomb past them and just like slap a frappuccino into their face as you go skating by and be like, fucking yeah. skate or die, bitches. And then they're like, they're like, they're like, uh, uh, they're like, fucking good luck. And they very quickly take out their siren, put it on top of their head. (laughs) What do they got? What do they got? They got like little bat things or do they have guns? They pull a string and their Jenkos unfurl. (laughs) Maybe they have like lassoes and they try to lasso you as they roll the blade by. Yeah, they all hold onto the same string and pull each other along (laughs) and they can sort of whip the guy in the back toward you. That's right. No, they use police rope to get you. <laughs> yeah, they just the the fat cop in the back just weeble wobbling on the skates. They just slingshot him at you like a projectile. No, they have little. They have those little. What are the? They have the little strips to stop cars. They have individual ones on their belt, and they throw it in front of your skateboard. And if you're pro, you ollie it, and you go suck a butt. Well, so I'm picturing like a like a Paul Blart chase scene here, yeah. where like you like you know grind a handrail or something, and then they follow and they like do a grab and land yeah. on the rail and. No, that's what I, I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning first committing a crime, uh, then them coming after me and me like taking off around a corner, and then instead of going, waiting there, and then as they come by, put my foot out and make you know, I mean, two of them eat shit, and then I jump on my board again, skate. Then there's like four more coming after me. Wheel, wheel, you don't stop. And you fucking just every like do certain things that forces them to do the same, but. Let's be serious. 11 police officers in India that are rollerblading police versus how great of a skateboarder I am. You're going to be fucking joking me. I will I will destroy you. Yeah, I think is... I could kill all, all 11 of those police if I uh like if I was like um how what kind of crime would I do? I don't want to I mean maybe I think I would steal like some milk and then, like, later on when I got out of jail, I would give that lady the milk back. I'm assuming it's a lady. I don't know why. What if they were just the pissed milk off milk would probably for... be no good by then. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> what if they were just pissed at you for sure skating? What's it about the milk, Michael? <laughs> what? What if they were just, like, pissed at you for skating? Like, you just oh, broke that's, the... Oh, well, that's... Okay, well, then that's a... See, because you can't... I don't want to get into a an actual because if it's like you can't skate here and I'm like, fuck off, rollerbladers. No one tells me in rollerblades what to do. No, they don't and even then... go to there. They're just like... You are in violation of the law. Halt! And then they just start chasing you. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then you peace out. And uh, then- okay. Well, it's a pretty shit crime, but sure. I'll take it. I guess that's probably better than I didn't have to steal anybody's shit. Or murder anyone. I wasn't murdering anybody. I just stole the lady's milk. I said I was going to give the money back later. But yeah, I would. if you're like, stop, no skateboarding here. And I go, fuck off. And then they're like, wee wee And they hit the rollerblade <laughs> lights. You can't and say come that. After me. That would be a sweet chase. I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Because I feel like even if they got a hold of me mm-hmm. and they're on the blades and I'm on a skateboard, yeah. I could take them out. 
Yeah, you're not done. You're still in the game. Yeah, you like could you pitch, haven't won yet. You could pitch a Bollywood sequel to Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know, sometimes they make a sequel to movies, but the star won't be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, just yeah, have the yeah. other guy. You could yeah. just go be in a mall in Pakistan, skateboarding everywhere. Tall fart. <laughs> Tall fart, ball cop. Tall fart, ball cop. That's fucking sweet, right? And then uh, it's just these 10... Probably cops that run the mall <laughs> with sirens on their heads, <laughs> and I just fuck with them the whole show. Yeah, you didn't die in the first Paul Blart. Nah, right? I nah. just exploded, but then it shows me get uh, taken to jail. Yeah, yeah. But so I the- escape. Yeah, and then I moved to India. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, and changed my name to Tall Fart. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, blend in, you know. Yeah, Rick Thorne busts you out. <laughs> oh wait, Rick Thorne's okay. So yeah, he ties Thorne. he ties chains to the bars of oh, your cell. Oh nice. and he rides a his BMXer bike away. and a skateboarder fight off rollerbladers at a mall. Oh, wait, we need Twitch in there. We need a freestyle moto guy. And yeah. then it'll be the most extreme movie ever. And then oh, we and then it could surf. be like um, you get a surfer. I don't know how he's gonna surf anybody. He might, he might not have a lot to do in the movie. <laughs> he just carries around his board going he just hits, over there, tall fart. He just. Hits <laughs> Look out, tall fart! The, the roller coaster. Oh no, nose. I've got it. It's got one of those man-made waves at the mall. Oh, perfect. So he's always shredding it. Because yeah. it could be like a like a like an Ocean's Eleven type heist, where you guys are just like um, yeah, you guys are gonna, gonna do a big heist in a build a bear. Yes, we're gonna rob build a bear, the <laughs> main build a bear of India, which is worth a lot of money. You guys probably didn't realize that, but it's worth a lot. And yeah, the mall is the biggest mall in India. It has surfing, skateboarding, BMX, <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. And of course, it's, high fashion, you know. All yeah, that and it's policed by an elite squad of 10 men and 10 women all on rollerblades. That's right. And they're all armed and dangerous. Mm-hmm. But apparently these bad boys that have come over from America to rob the biggest Build-A-Bear in India, they came prepared. Yeah. Notice there's nobody who's parkouring on our, on our show this time. No, I think the, not- the role of the incredibly lame action sport will be played by the rollerblade cops. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank or, you. Or their like captain could be a parkour captain. Ooh. So there's like one final chase where yeah, the guy one of his blades his... one of his blades breaks, but he's not done. Oh, just yet. You go, oh his, his blade breaks. <laughs> and I kick my skate up uh toll block toll fuck kicks his skate, whatever goes. <laughs> Your blade breaks. And then he kicks off his blades. <laughs> <laughs> and comes running over and does some fucking somersault and grabs onto a rail and slides down on his nuts and goes, think again! Yeah. <laughs> and then it's back on. All Another of a sudden ch- he has a French-Canadian accent and it's on. I didn't want to... I don't want to have... Yeah, I got to stay away from accents. I feel like that one gets you in trouble. Yeah. Well, that'll be a great movie. Yeah. I can't wait to be huge again. Uh, Let me see. What are we doing here today? We're interviewing somebody in a minute. We are. That's going to be huge. And Kevin, do you have something for us? I do. If oh, we have boy. time, I have, I, think... I have a friend that wants to uh, talk to you guys. Do we have time? Mm. Is your friend a friend of mine? We have time. Yeah, oh, then... We have 30 minutes. I like oh. friends. His friend, does he have an intro? He does, yeah. This is all my fault, man. That sucked. I was like, come on, guys. Now, I don't <laughs> know anything. Hey, Kevin, you put this story in the news doc of the guy who built the guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton. Yeah, it's not real. It's not? No, but it should be. This guy is like a little bit of a local performance artist. He calls himself Prince Midnight now, but he also, I think he's a guy of Greek extraction, but he lives in Florida. But 
Here's the thing. So he made this video and so kind of Guitar World deceived me. Yes. Well, Scumbags. Guitar World was themselves deceived. This oh, guy, gosh, I forget. Yeah. He's done other pranks before that Floridians might be familiar with. But it is a really good idea. Why is there no death metal band that has stuck a neck on a human skeleton and made a guitar out of it? Might be illegal. Pussies. You For should real. definitely play a dead person. Yeah. I mean, they're dead. Yeah, your guitar's not metal if you're not. What about scale it down and play a dog guitar? Are you having a good day? Well, I'm about to ruin it. Oh, no. <laughs> this is Groupie's bad news. Hello, gentlemen. Oh, get a Droopy. You know what? I'm not in the mood. Whoa. Well, that's too bad, Michael. I'm having a really nice day, and uh, I've never really known how to tell you this, but you're a little bit of a downer. Okay, well, <laughs> prepare for this then. You make me feel better about myself, Droopy. You're not all bad. I'll take it. Uh, you know what? What? Uh, people on social media hmm. are always trying new tricks to gain more followers and more likes so they can become influencers and such. That's huge. Uh, but the road to easy street can sometimes be a bumpy ride. I love it when wannabe influencers die. Take, for instance, a, a button. 60 year old Russian man who tried to wow viewers on his live stream. Uh, who were giving him donations and egging him on as he chugged one a 1.5 liter bottle of vodka. Uh, 1.5 liters. Feel like if you're not... I know that if you're a crazy alcoholic, you could probably do it, but that means you're going to die soon anyway. But if you're not a guy that drinks that every day, then you could die from drinking that right there, right then. Well, after he finished the bottle, he, the man collapsed... And the live stream continued as he died. Oh. It's too much vodka for that man. Well, he was older, right? He was 60, yes. Eh, I mean, I think that would be enough years of drinking to prepare him for that. Or that you're too old to be drinking that. Or you're too old to be trying to become an influencer. Oh, uh, yeah. Or that too. Well, in other news, uh, these influencers aren't always what they seem. Uh-oh. What? An Instagram influencer in Moldova mm. uh, got into an argument with her mom after she was accused of taking drugs. The mom felt that things had gotten so out of control, she arranged for her daughter to go to a treatment facility. So the influencer daughter responded by repeatedly stabbing her and then carved out her heart and lungs. The mom died, by the way. Uh, carved out her heart and lungs? Yes. What is the drug? What is the thing that happens to people when they pull other people's organs out and they're not doctors? Withdrawal? <laughs> I didn't even mean that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Man, come on. Well, Turn to us for me. Maybe the daughter was just a butthole. Okay, just going to throw something outside of the box here. Just how bad is doing drugs? If the alternative is having your heart cut out, like some people do, like if you took Lemmy's drugs away yeah. and he carved your heart out, 
Yeah. Wouldn't you say maybe I should have just let Lemmy keep doing the drugs? Like how far? <laughs> how does, bad was that? How far does the hand have to go inside your body before you decide? Okay, 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 okay. They should have some drugs. Let me buy you some drugs, right? Yeah, that is a good point. Right, the first time you stab me, yeah, I'm probably like, wait, let me rethink the whole you can have drugs thing. How about you have some drugs and then I go call the authorities while you do the drugs unstabbed. Yeah, or how about you just, we stop hanging out and you keep doing drugs and I'm done here. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Because I'm well, fairly attached to this heart. Yeah, definitely organs getting pulled out of me is that, I don't know what kind of friendship that, that I, I don't want to be a part of that. That chick's going to be the Moldovian Bahad Bahabi. That's Man, true. Is not, you see that Bahad Baby, the, uh, another wannabe Bahad, they're just calling her that, who got in trouble for um, attacking an Uber driver. Is she the one who is like, Took fuck that, mascot. I'll just take Lyft. And then Lyft said she can't take Lyft either. Or yeah, is that some she, other I don't, wannabe no, behavior? It's, it's hard to keep up. But she <laughs> she threw her mask off and her and her friend spat on the driver. And then she reached over and grabbed the dude's phone. And then he got it back. She threw it at him and was like, I don't give a fuck. You need to drop us off somewhere. Don't leave us out here. And then she did some video talking about, oh, you motherfuckers don't know shit. And my boyfriend raised me, which is really crazy shit. I, my, my boyfriend taught me that if anybody doesn't disrespect you, you need to fucking smack them. So I was like, well, that's sad that your only advice that you've got in your life is from some tweaker boyfriend that told you you should punch everybody if you get into a disagreement, because that's not really how the, the world works. But apparently she has been banned from all lifts. But then I thought, she'll just go with her friend. She sounds like a butthole too. Yeah, she'll be bad behavior of the bus. I hate all these babies. Yeah. Oh, some babies are okay. I, I got to assume the, there's a couple uh, of babies. Not the bad ones. Yeah, that's fair enough, Droopy. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Why do you say what like that? What, dog? Yeah, what? What? Um, I'm sure you've heard that uh, a lot of the country in the past uh, month or so has been getting pounded by snowstorms. Yeah. Uh, so one man in New Jersey ended up getting his car stuck in a snowbank. After he veered off of the road, and uh, police arrived on the scene, and the man was pressing on the gas pedal trying to rock back and forth to free the car. Yeah. Uh, the police knocked on the window and told the man to stop that, and they advised him to turn the car off and wait for assistance. As the officers walked back to their patrol car to radio for a tow truck, they heard a loud pop. The man had ignored their advice and resumed revving his engine, which caused the car to burst into flames and cooked him to a crisp. He died. Let that be a lesson to you. You have to listen to the police, even Some... when they're on rollerblades. Mm. That's a tough question. Do I explode in a car or <laughs> take a rollerblader's advice? <laughs> I don't know if I could... I don't know. I mean, I love life. But that, boy, is that a predicament. Might be time to explode. I guess I could live another day and just, like, hide from civilization and never face another human being again because I obviously can't look at myself after knowing that I took a rollerblader's advice. Yeah, you've lost face. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't face myself, yeah. I don't understand why his car exploded because he was trying to drive in snow. And why are you into crunk music, Droopy? Crunk music? Yeah. Why do you say what? Like you're in crunk music. Yeah. Is crunk music still a, a music? I, I don't know what that is. I feel like <laughs> you do when you keep saying what like that. 
You sure you're not into crunk music, Droopy? I'm very sure that I don't like crunk music. Is crunk music still... A cr- can you crunk? Or I know, I know Lil John it- enjoyed some more success, but I think he had managed to transcend crunk at that point. Is he the only crunk guy? Or is there another? Is there other crunkers, or is that just his crunk? He was the face of crunk, I believe. It's not crunk. 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 Yeah. Crunk. And now you're talking about Kronkowski. He's got his own thing as well. That's Gronk. Gronkowski. Yeah. Right. Crunk. Well, Crunk and Gronk, very similar. I wouldn't be surprised if both of those have Crunk Gronked together. I know that Crunk and Gronk have a mutual friend. So Right. Makes sense. So you're saying that the dingo has once crunked and Gronked in the same, on the same, probably on the same stage. Yeah, exactly. But is it now, is Crunk, is Crunk, not Gronk anymore, where Crunk yeah. music, yeah. is that trap music? Well, this is for all the people that now started watching the show Mm -hmm. that might have caught me on Logan Paul's show that are now going to stop watching this show because of how stupid I am. I know that it's not really that, but I just want to point out that Mm -hmm. Crunk is stupid and so is Trap. Well, Crunk, I thought, was my opinion. Somebody saying the best part of rap is when they're not rapping, when they're just yelling the same thing over and over and over. So let's just make songs where we yell one thing over and over. They still do that. Yell a different thing over and over and then yell a third thing over and over and then just go back to yelling the first thing and never actually really do. So if you do any rhymes in the middle, then it immediately decrunks it. Like Get Low, for example, I don't really think had verses. Are you sure I didn't have one verse in there? No. Okay. That's what I, I thought. Crunk, Crunk was a lot of yelling slogans, I thought. It was hard for me to get from the, to the end of a Crunk song. Like the first kind of yeah. few beats, I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. I got to go. Crunk had a, no offense. a little bit of a warm spot in my heart. First of all, because Get Low to me was like the most edited song I think I ever heard on the radio. It was amazing uh, to me yeah. that you could have a song where there was like a full eight consecutive seconds of the chorus. <laughs> That were non-existent and they still played it on the radio. Also, hell of a beat. Lil John's a fucking sweetheart. And yep. the first time I met him, they were that song was just getting big. So they were he was outside of Radio City Music Hall for like the MTV VMAs or something. But he could still walk around and people wouldn't stop him. But I recognized him because I was in radio and I was like, "You're Lil John." And he's like, "I am." And I was like, "Can I interview?" And he's like, "Sure." And I'm like, "Let me just get my little thingy out here." And he's like, "No problem. Take your time." And I was like, "Okay." So we're here with Lil John. He's like, "Okay." I was yeah. Like, you I like. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's good friends with Dingo is a good friend of mine. That's how I see that one, which is tough sometimes. I was standing next to Lil John when Travis Pastrana landed the double backflip. We were like the two closest human beings on earth. He sort of a little bit deserved to be there. I don't know how I got there. You deserve to be there. You were uh, working for the, for the Extreme Channel it's true. Faction uh-huh. with Tony Hawk. Yes. It was called Faction with Tony Hawk then. He just never brought it up. Do you know that? Because I got a contract that said it's now called Faction with Jason Ellis. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was notified that it's called Faction with Tony Hawk. And I'm like, he never said that. Yeah. He's like, well, still, look, I'll show you like old printouts of what the channel was called. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You fucking really did do that. And he just <laughs> never hopped on it. And I remember because it was such a nightmare to get it yeah. that I hopped on it all the time. Mm. I made sure that DJ said it. Fun times. Anyway, Droopy. Uh, so a, a new term might need to be coined to describe this event that recently took place in Italy. Uh, a coffin avalanche, if you will. So coastal erosion caused a landslide that occurred on the cliffside village uh, near Genoa in Italy. 
Oh, no. Genoa. The, Those are the salami people. Great salami. I love salami. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it took just about an entire graveyard with it that swept hundreds of coffins into the sea. It's pretty metal. Yeah. Did they come out, like, as it was falling, did they, like, come out of the coffins into the water? Or was there, was there like, skeletons in D.C.? Italian social media was flooded with pictures of the event that showcased open and destroyed coffins floating there, in the sea. Was there coffins floating in the sea? Yes, there were. That's bad. That's so metal. Yeah. You, if you're a smart man, you immediately get down there in a dinghy and you do a metal music video. Like, yeah, throw whatever. the black and white paint on your face and yeah. grab your skeleton guitar and yeah. start shredding. Or if you're really metal, you get out there in a Speedo and you get a friend with a GoPro and you do the song Swimming. In coffin fish. Yeah. Do you have anything to stop this coffin? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so many angles the show covers. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, workers were only able to recover about a dozen of the coffins and bodies out of the over two hundred uh, that went into the sea, mm-hmm. and now they are going to have to do DNA testing on the corpses to help identify them to put them back. Can't they just live in the sea now? Well, if they have living relatives, they probably don't want them getting all soggy. But they're Let them go. dead. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they went into the sea. It's natural. Maybe the fish will eat some bones or something. How many people get the... <laughs> how many people get the ashes thrown into the sea on purpose yeah on purpose good point michael because they get returned back to the earth Yeah, you got yeah, a, but... a second free awesome funeral you whiner i know right like now he goes to another new place <laughs> yeah. at one point he was bored shitless in a fucking box in the dirt Come and now on, he's man. like whoa we're, do- we're going down a ride yeah things are much better sea. wearing his sweater yeah he's probably met nemo <laughs> several times sky's the limit for a dead fish man <laughs> Maybe you could be on Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, maybe when you go to the sea and you're dead, <laughs> yeah. you show up on a fucking boat half live with, like, mm-hmm. uh, Medusa hair and shit. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you could be the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yo, ho, ho, ho. You know, made the pirate dead man life for me. Yeah, better that's than, not a bad afterlife. Honestly, than, out of all of the things you could do with my remains when I die, being put in a box and being stuck in the ground is, I think, last on my list of the things yep, I would choose. Me too. Yeah. I want to be turned into a urinal. What? Like the action? You mean yep. the drain? Or? Hey, hell, I'll pee on you right now. You mean just you're in the urinal and we all piss on you until you rot to death? Yes. Oh. That's just piss me out of existence. Done, dog. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather be on a boat on fire into the sea. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the world, an argument broke out between two strangers passing in the night in Scotland when things got a little bit aggressive. It's unclear... How things started, but the temperature rose between James McKenzie and Bethany Ryan when James then approached her with a clenched fist. So Bethany responded by pushing him down and kissing him. That's new. And while she was kissing him, got herpes. Uh, this is how the Scots mate. She bit off his tongue and spit it on the floor. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. And then to add insult to injury, a seagull then swooped in and flew off with the severed tongue. I think that means they're married now in Scotland. One time I made out with an incredibly old lady at a party in Florida. 
and, and it was like we were talking for like five seconds and then we just started making out. But she didn't eat my tongue. How old was she? 60. Did her mouth feel different because of her age? Yeah, it felt mm. like it didn't. It felt like it wasn't a good idea for her to have uh, eggs that weren't totally cooked. Like it didn't totally seal anymore, her yeah. mouth? Yeah. Right. Her pussy was all right, though. <laughs> Well, Jason, uh, you know what? Did you ever 69 with someone who's 69? <laughs> oh, man, that's my shit right there. <laughs> I can't wait to... That's such a good conversation piece right there. Hey, say it. Have you ever 69? I got to tell you, you haven't lived until you have. All right. Moving along. You think you're sad, Droopy. Match that. <laughs> My wife's listening to this story. Match that. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. Uh, a couple were driving home on an interstate in Florida when a couch flew off the truck in front of them and landed in their lane. Whoa. The woman who was driving the car swerved and luckily missed striking the couch. But... Uh, but then she uh, crashed into the median and flipped the car over. Yeah, should have hit the couch, you dumbass. Yep. Uh, the couple were taken to a local hospital and treated for their injuries. And, uh, well, they're actually going to be fine. Oh, that's confusing they're as hell. They're going to be fine? Well, just then a trooper showed up to the hospital and gave them a ticket for failing to stay in a single lane. That's not true, is it? Uh, a highway patrol spokesman commented on the incident saying that troopers have discretion when issuing citations and drivers are supposed to maintain control of their vehicles. So, yes, next time an object falls in your lane on a highway, you should probably just crash into it. I feel like, to me, when, there, when there's ever um, something that is going to be in front of the car and hit me, I always look behind me because option B is if there is nobody on either side, you can you can jolt left or right depending on who where what's available to not plow into the thing that is coming at you. I feel like uh, there's also a point of no return where you know that if you move out of the way of it, you're moving out of the way by spinning out of out of control, which takes away the reason that you would fucking jerk out of the way. Like, you got to mm -hmm. take it. You got to take the hit, depending on how fast you're going. It's a weird thing to to see a couch and go, oh, no, but still have it, like, to just th throw your car out of control to get out of the way. I, I don't, even if it was a parked car, mm -hmm. you know, you got seatbelts, you got airbags. I know it's not the best thing, but, man, just, oh, my God, and just doing a frantic turn, that's almost... Slightly suicidal. Like, how many times is it... Can you do, like, 50 mile an hour and just jerk your car on the freeway like that? Like, you're going to kill yourself. You're assuming rational responses. I could easily imagine myself doing something similar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good point. I mean, I've all... Yeah, and I've all... I've had so many crashes and shit that it's... I made a mental note, you know? Like, one time, my grandfather had this real little car that my dad bought him because my dad didn't really like my granddad... I don't know exactly why, really, but this is when my granddad became a cross-dresser, so he dressed like a lady, 
And then my dad bought him this weird little car that was like a mini, but small, like a Fiat, but it might've even been a before. It was before Fiats were out, those little cars. One time I remember driving it and I sat, put my butt halfway up the back of the seat so that I could drive with my head out of the roof. That's how small it was. But um, what was I saying? Spinning out of the way of an accident? Oh, yeah. So I borrowed my grandfather's little car with my friend to go somewhere. And we were driving on... Australia didn't really have freeways. It was more of just um, two lanes on either side. And we were going down the road. And somebody locked up the brakes in front of me. And I looked behind me and there was cars... On the other right, on the other side of me, and unco- and traffic coming the other way. So I was like, "Fuck!" And I just slammed on the brakes and and stopped just before I hit the car in front of me. And then this dude behind me just fucking rails me into the other car. So I get in a you know in a in a pile up in a f- in a buggy that was already. I can't believe we lived. They hit smashed the thing even smaller into what it was, and I. This is back when you didn't have cell phones. I had to go to a payphone and call my father and say, hey, uh, you know, crashed granddad's car. And he flipped out on me. And I remember thinking, I even said to him, like, I had to, you know, driving talk. I was like, hey, I, as the car slowed down, I looked in the revision mirror because this is a, this is a thing in my life where I would have, I should have done that. Like, my father would have been like, what the fuck were you thinking? How do you not change lanes and get out of the way? Like, I'm supposed to be some sort of fucking marvelous driver. Yes. And I remember going, I didn't, he didn't believe me when I said that I looked in the revision mirror to see if there was a car on the other side. He's like, you didn't look there. You just fucking smashed into the back of it. You let the guy smash into you. And I'm like, no, like, not are you okay at all? Yeah. When I think about now, if my son was 17 and he smashed in a Fiat and said he was in a Double ender, and I, I, not one. I mean, I guess I call. I guess if I was hurt, I probably wouldn't have been calling. So I guess he has that. Still, but to question their technique is not the first place that you go. That's what's making me realize that my original uh, p- point is fucking stupid and uh, invalid. Because yeah, yeah, if I called my dad, the assumption would be that I had panicked like he would have. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember getting bashed and and trying to argue. I remember thinking, I've no, 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 no. I have a legitimate argument here. Yeah, the car hit me, and there was and cars were coming yeah. the other way. I it's had actually no not choice. my fault. I got hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> man, I was trying. I yeah. remember thinking I might be wrong. Fuck it, hell. Sorry, Droopy. Oh, that's okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> a a woman in North Carolina was looking for more information about her biological family. Uh, uh, she was adopted at birth. Yeah. And she turned to a DNA testing site. Yeah. It, many people have taken those. We yep. did that. We did that. It, that's true. I've been Neanderthal. That is also true, yes. Uh, many people use those to learn more about their background and bloodline and often, like you, Jason, get surprised by the results. I'm a Neanderthal who's 3% Asian. I forgot which West or East that one it is. Yep. It turns out Droopy's mom was a bitch. (laughs) I I don't like to talk about that, but yes, it's true. (laughs) Fair. Means different things in the dog world. (laughs) Uh, But uh, nothing could prepare this woman for uh, what she learned. Uh, Her biological father is actually wanted by the FBI for murdering his entire family more than 40 years ago. That's not her fault. No. 
and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like if a guy's being inappropriate, mm-hmm. you'd be like, hey, my father murdered a lot of people. Yeah. I have murderer blood. So, so his dad hated the rest of the family, merely didn't want her. That makes her the favorite. She escaped, oh. yes. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he would killed everybody else, <laughs> yeah. He didn't mind you. Yeah, your daddy's little princess. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> daddy's little murder princess. So in, in 1976, her father, William Bradford Bishop Jr. It's a lot of names for a murderer. Yeah, they usually tack on a couple extras when you when you get notorious like that. Oh, uh, okay. So William Bradford Bishop Jr. bludgeoned his wife, mother, and three sons to death, buried them in a shallow grave, and set them on fire. Wait, overkill? Yeah. What the fire bit is my only beef here. <laughs> He's I very feel efficient. Like... He's efficient. Yes. Oh, so you put him in the? I guess if you bury people that are dead. It takes longer for the meat to go away. If you set fire to, fire to them, then I guess that makes less of the bodies, so it's easier to bury? Well, you said it's a shallow grave, right? That's correct. It did say that it was a shallow did grave. Did he have any neighbors? He, uh, well... Uh, you think you'd see your neighbor say, doing that, but right? He could have done it in the nighttime and snuck out with their bodies. He did travel to bury and burn the bodies. So he didn't exactly do it in his backyard. Oh, okay. But the man was never caught. And if he's still alive today, he would be 84 years old. He's for sure alive. I think we could take him. Keep an eye out for him. Yeah. If I was her, I would definitely not go to like uh, on a vacation with your friends to like an old house in a weird country town. He's there. He's got like someone else's face on on his face. Uh, And finally today... Uh, we wrap up with some animal news. I love animals. Did you know that deceased singer Prince kept many white doves as pets? Aw, I met a white dove the other day. Well, the last of Prince's pet doves, Divinity, has died at the far too young age of 28. 28? Wait, mm. pigeons live a long time, don't they? Apparently. Well, are you fucking is... lying? Are you saying? Are you being sarcastic that that's a uh, no. young age? Uh, uh, yes, that was a little bit of a joke because the actual uh, life expectancy, average lifespan of a dove is about a year and a half. Wow. And Divinity made it to 28. Wow. Mm. That must have had Prince Magic in it. That's the only way I could. You know, remember that Green Mile where the big guy blew on the mouse yep. and he helped Tom Hanks urinate correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Tom Hanks, turns out, lived a long time, and guess what? So did that mouse. Yes, Divinity was a, a very sexy and uh, sexually ambiguous pigeon. Makes sense. Rest in peace. I feel like he might have had special magics. Yeah, this is what it sounds like when doves die. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> well, this has been today's installment of Droopy's Bad News. Thank you, Droopy. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> That's a show. Yeah. I hope everybody liked the show. Remember, like, and subscribe and all that other stuff. And yeah. We'll be back next week right up your anal cavity. And, and we if got you, Patreon. That's right. If you like what we're doing here, there's plenty more where this came from on patreon.com slash ellismate. We do an additional two full shows per week in addition to Jason's Awesome World podcast. I just added workouts to it as well. There you go. Don't die. Blah, 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 blah.
says you can sell anywhere oh they mean it Ooh, hold up just got a new sale whoa shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level or on top of the world whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops start selling with shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide this is possibility powered by shopify sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22 shopify.com slash podcast 22 